Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. I'm so grateful that you've joined us. I've been sharing personal testimonies of God's faithfulness. The thing I shared on yesterday's radio show, I'm going to share it again today. Uh, we had a we had a guest speaker from IHOP International House of Prayer come in, and he, and he posed a question that really just rocked my world this this past weekend. And he said, "If I were an artist and observed your prayer life, and I." And I started painting a picture and a portrait of Jesus Christ based on how you pray. What would that portrait look like? Boy, it just made me think about my prayer life. It just made me think about how I'm praying, how much time I spend with the king, how much time I spend in God's presence, how how much time I spend interceding for my friends and my family, for my kids, for my wife, for my ministry, for the people around me, for the people that love me, for the people that depend on me. How much do I how much time do I spend waiting on God, listening to the voice of God, obeying the voice of God? How much time do I do I spend in prayer doing battle, uh, praying God's promises and putting on the armor, taking my thoughts captive and taking back ground that the enemy has stolen. How, I'm, how much time am I spending in prayer, in God's presence, getting to know my Father in heaven more and more? Because the purpose of prayer is not to get things and get a hold of things. The purpose of prayer is to get a hold of the one who gives us things, and that's our Father in heaven. And so the purpose of prayer is so that I can get to know my Father in heaven so much more so i can be in a relationship with god well when i got saved god started sending me on errands and they were all prayer lessons they were all lessons of being obedient to the to the leading of the holy spirit being obedient to the word of god being obedient to prayer and whenever god would say something i would just go do it and a lot of times i would just go on uh errands because I knew God wanted me to go on errands because I knew it was God ordained it for me. But sometimes when I got there, it wasn't the reason why God had sent me there in the first place. For instance, when I started working in churches, I thought I was going for a specific reason, but it was always for another reason. And that was always to encourage the body of Christ in the area of faith, prayer, and the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just a big believer in trusting and depending on the things that Jesus depended and trusted on to fulfill his ministry. If you look at the life of Jesus, he depended on the word of God, the power of prayer, the power of the Holy Spirit, and a deep abiding relationship with his father. And if you look at those four things, if if the son of God, Jesus Christ, depended on those things to accomplish what he had to accomplish, shouldn't we incorporate and make those four things a priority in our lives, depend on the word of God, depend on the power of the Holy Spirit, depend on the power of prayer, and depend on our relationship and spending time with our Father in heaven. I guarantee you, if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, that if you incorporate those things into your life, your relationship will God will go to new heights. And I tell you what, if someone's painting a picture of Jesus based on how you live your life on on those four principles, it's going to be a pretty good portrait of what Jesus Christ looks like. And so I want to encourage you to incorporate, to, to take your prayer life, to learn how to pray more effectively, to tap into anything and everything the Holy Spirit wants you to do because that's where the power comes from. That's that's Listen, every answer that you'll ever need this side of heaven is going to come from the Holy Spirit because Jesus is with the Father, the Father is with Jesus, 
Jesus completed his work. He's going to come back. He's going to finish what he started. But until he comes back, the only agent of God we got with us is the Holy Spirit. But we can communicate with God. We can have communion with God through the power of prayer, through the Holy Spirit, with our Father, with Jesus. We can trust the Word of God. We can, we can make God's Word the authority over our life. And God can speak to us through the Word of God. I'm telling you, if we incorporate those things into our lives, our lives will never be the same. I remember just uh, after I, I first got saved, my older sister called me when my younger sister was alive and said, Bill, you need to come up to New York to do an intervention. An intervention with my younger sister, Thea. And uh, because she was in a little trouble, her life was, was a little out of control. And I love my sisters. I love both of them. Love Amory. I've always loved Thea. I always loved my older sister, Amory. Still do. We have a deep, close relationship. And uh, so I, 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 I flew back up, uh, got up to the New York City right away. And I met them at an Italian restaurant where my stepdad was the head chef. And, uh, and I thought that was the reason why I was going home just to do an intervention and sit down with my with my younger sister and my older sister. And we were going to sort of tag team together and tell her how she can get her life under control. Well, when we get to the restaurant, great restaurant, uh, Italian restaurant, one of the best restaurants in New York City. Uh, a waitress was there who was a friend of ours from East Harlem, New York City that I grew up with. Matter of fact, her son and I were teammates playing basketball. He went to the same high school that I did. And uh, Maddie Capicelli and his, mother's, and his mother was Dolores. And Dolores sees me and she greets me. Now, now Dolores is typical Catholic, New York City, Italian uh, woman, just like my mother. My mother was a feisty Italian. Dolores was just like my mother. Okay, uh, she also had a sailor's mouth. She greeted me with a curse word, but she meant it in the kindest way, in the most loving way. Uh, and uh, and she looked at me, and and she said this to me. She goes, "What happened to you? What happened to you?" I said, "What do you mean? What happened to you?" She goes, "Well, something happened to you because you're different. You don't look the same. I mean, you look good, but..." There's something different about how you look. You have, you have this peace about you. You have this calm about you that I've, that I've never seen growing up uh, when you were a kid and in high school and since the last time I saw you. Uh, something's changed. I said, well, Dolores, since you asked, I said, let me tell you what's changed in my life. Jesus Christ has changed my life. You see, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior I got born again. I repented of my sins. And Jesus Christ is now my life. I now live for him. And he's changed me. He's healed me. He's forgiven me. He's, I, mean, he's cha- I mean, he's healed my marriage. He's done so much in my life. Now, Dolores really didn't have time for dialogue. She just looked at me and said, well, that's just great. And she just left. And, uh, and then she comes and she would come back like every 10 or 15 minutes. But in in. In those breaks where she would come back, me and my older sister were talking to my younger sister, Thea, about her life. And again, I thought that was the main reason why I made this trip. And so Dolores comes back and says, you know this thing you talk about, Jesus Christ and God and all that stuff? I gave up on God because God gave up on me. I used to pray to him all the time, okay, and he never answered my prayer. And I told him where to go, and so I stopped praying to him. And, uh, and then she left, um, and I just 
thought about what she had said, and I, I pondered it, and I went back to talking to my younger sister and with my older sister. Then she comes back, and she's asking me more questions about my faith, and and she she's she was just uh, sort of amazed that, you know, when I talked to her about prayer, and I said, I pray to God. I talk to God all the time. because again, I don't want to talk to God. I don't want to talk to God. I gave up talking to God. Um and uh, because I've had enough of him. And then she would just she would just walk away. She'd make a big, bold statement like that and walk away. And then she came back again about 15 minutes later. And, and then she, she says, you know, my daughter, Margot, has got terminal cancer. They don't expect her to live. She's filled up with tumors. And uh, she's got bad. It's, it's just bad. It's spreading. It's spreading all, all over. And, uh, and she just told me about it. Then she leaves. And... Uh, and so it's, uh, so again, I'm talking to my younger sister. And then I'm getting ready to leave. We pay our bill. And, and, and Dolores says something to me before we leave. And she says, Bill, pray for Margo. Pray for my daughter. I know you'll pray. And I proceeded to leave. And the Holy Spirit said, don't you dare leave. Go back and talk to her. Go back and talk to her. I'll give you the words to say. So this is in front of a bar uh, where people are drinking because there's a lot of New York City restaurants have a big bar before the dining room. So here's the bar, and I'm, I've got Dolores, and I look at her, and I get close to her. And Dolores loved me, uh, and I loved her, you know, throughout the years. And I looked at Dolores and said, Dolores, what you said to me earlier about God not answering your prayers— I don't know why God's not answering your prayers, but I can tell you this. Jesus Christ said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Now, Dolores, let me explain what Jesus is saying there. These are the words of Jesus himself. Jesus is giving us two principles here. He's giving us a prayer principle, and he's giving us a salvation principle. The first one's a salvation principle. Jesus is saying, listen, the only way that you can be saved, forgiven of your sins and go to heaven, is if you trust in me. Because I am the way, the truth, and the life. You're never going to be able to see the Father in heaven and spend an eternity in heaven except through me. What does he mean, except through me? That's to trust in what I've done for you on the cross. That's to trust in, in, in me being your substitute for your sin problem that you can't fix on your own. No priest, no prayer, no candle can fix that. Only Jesus Christ. And when we repent of our sins, turn from our sins, and ask Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins and come into our lives and we declare him as our Lord and Savior with our mouths, say it out loud, but believe it in our heart, the Bible says that we're saved. And now... We can go to the Father. Now we're going to see the Father. Now we're going to spend an eternity with the Father in heaven forever and ever. It's also a prayer principle. Now again, I can't explain why God hasn't answered your prayers, but Jesus says, now if you get your relationship with me established, now you can pray to me, and I'll make sure that my prayers get to my Father. So if you pray to me in my name, now, I'll make sure those prayers get to the Father. And I looked at Dolores and I said, Dolores, would you like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because I believe 
that God wants to hear your prayers for your daughter, Margot, for her cancer so he can heal her in Jesus' name. She says, I'll do it. And she said the sinner's prayer. She prayed it. She confessed Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior right there in a bar in the Bronx in New York City. She confessed Jesus Christ. She prayed for her daughter, Margot. I prayed for her daughter, Margot. And I, and I left that place knowing that that was the reason why God had me go up to New York City to meet my two sisters in a restaurant for an intervention. But it wasn't an intervention for my younger sister. It was an intervention for a sweet Italian lady named Dolores and her sweet daughter named Margot. Well, I never knew what happened months and a, even a year later. And I took another trip up to New York during the feast. They have a big feast in, in New York City. The Catholic Church does, and they they bring out the saints, and they have a big festival. They call it Our Lady of Mont Carmel Feast, and and uh, a lot of the neighborhood people go there. And I remember just showing up in Harlem, and then I saw them. I saw Dolores, and then I saw Margot, and then Dolores and Margot came running to me. Margot gave me the biggest hug, and she would never let go. And she goes, haven't you heard? Did you hear? Did you hear? I said, what did I hear? I don't know nothing. She goes, well, after that encounter at the bar, uh, Margo went back to the doctor and they found no cancer. They found no cancer. And get this, the Catholic Church declared it from the Vatican in Rome a modern day miracle because she was diagnosed and they prayed for her and prayed for her. But I know it was that prayer that we prayed together in that bar that saved my daughter and healed her of cancer. Friends, I got to tell you, you've got to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. You'll never know where God's going to send you. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Radio Show.